Welcome to the Burnout Recovery Podcast, a guiding resource dedicated to healthcare professionals on their journey to overcoming burnout. Spearheaded by Dr. Joe Braid, a certified professional coach and rehabilitation physician. This podcast offers practical strategies through expert interviews and personal resilience stories, providing invaluable tools for navigating professional challenges while prioritizing well-being. Regardless of your role in healthcare, this podcast acknowledges the toll of your work on your overall health and is committed to supporting your recovery from burnout and fostering a fulfilling, sustainable career. So if you're ready to begin a transformative journey, join us for each new episode. Together, we'll navigate challenges, celebrate successes, and build a supportive community of healthcare professionals. Welcome back to the Burnout Recovery Podcast. Boy, am I delighted you're here and I'm looking forward to sharing some really great strategies with you today around the arrival fallacy. Before we get into that, I want to share that this is the penultimate episode before, drumroll, the Burnout Recovery Podcast turns one. Yeehaw! So this has been a really wonderful year and journey of podcasting and I've discussed so many different topics and had some wonderful guests on my podcast as well. And I love celebrating and making note of achievements and so forth. And this does tie in with what I'm talking about today with the arrival fallacy. I've got a really big celebration giveaway and I would love you to be a part of it and you to be in the running for one of the three big gift prizes which we have. So we have a lot of beautiful locally made goodies as well as Visa gift cards in the three prizes which will be drawn on the day that the podcast turns one. That is Wednesday, the 25th of October, 2023. So how do you get into the podcast giveaway? I'm so glad that you asked. I'd love you to share the podcast on any platform that you use and let me know that you've shared it. So tag me uh, or send me a message and review the podcast. The more reviews we have, the wider the podcast reach is around the globe. And that's my goal for this podcast to be a resource of burnout recovery and burnout prevention strategies for people all over the globe. So whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, Google, wherever it is that you're listening to the podcast, please rate five stars and review and then send me a message either at my email, hello at drjoebraid.com or send me a message to let me know that you've done that. We've got a random name generator that will pick out the lucky three winners at 5 p.m. on Sydney time on Wednesday, the 25th of October, 2023. The only limitation to entering this draw is that you must be an Australian resident, but looking at my stats of my podcast, I can see that over 50% of you uh, listeners come from Australia, so get in the draw. You've got a great chance. So today, I want to talk about this concept of the arrival fallacy, which I've talked about um, at keynote speeches before and got some great variety of descriptions of what that could mean. This was a term created by Dr. Tal Ben-Shahar, a Harvard-trained expert on positive psychology. He explained that the arrival fallacy is the illusion of reaching a destination or goal and realizing that the achievement doesn't make you as happy as you thought it would. So it's that whole concept of I'll be happy when. I pass my exams, I become a consultant, I 
open my own practice, I XYZ family related things. And I see this as so relatable to the life of the medic and also other healthcare practitioners. The journey to becoming a postgraduate year one doctor is not short and there are many hurdles to jump over, getting through the med school selection process, getting through med school and all the rigor and the testing that is required um, and, and that's done uh, in those five or maybe six years you're doing there. And then there's even more to become a specialist or a general practitioner or whatever area you go into. You know what? I never actually realized that when I put in my application to med school way back when. I come from a non-medical family and I didn't get that we not only had med school, but we also had some fun and games to do afterwards of an equivalent or longer duration to become a specialist. But hey, got there. So do you hear people say, I'll be happy when I've done X, Y, Z? And is it because our society rewards achievements and productivity rather than the journey along the way? Mahatma Gandhi once said that true satisfaction is found in our sustained efforts to attain a goal and not in the actual goal attainment. So we're looking at the journey along the way rather than the destination. So when we have this mindset of achieve, 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 like bigger achievements than daily achievements, which I'll get into shortly, um, this could be a risk factor for contributing to burnout. You know, I've got, I work with people with really high expectations for themselves, really high standards. There's often a streak of perfectionism um, in them as well that things have to be done really well. Um, in anticipation that there's somebody else that's going to be checking the quality and the standard that they're uh, doing their work, it's actually probably coming from within with that sense of judgment from within of what your standard of work is. And when we strive and set high and maybe unrealistic goals, are we putting ourselves more at risk of burnout? So that's why I do think that this topic is really relatable to my audience that I talk to. And we can set one, one achievement, one goal after another. And I have totally been there and done that before. When I uh, had my business earlier in functional medicine, um, there was no real streamlined college training for that in Australia while I was um, learning around that and practicing that. And I sought out a number of different qualifications to do to try and feel like I had enough knowledge base for this pretty wide area of um, medicine. And it was really exhausting. And I remember I, I got an email that said, yes, you've passed that. And I literally said, great, pass that. What's next? And that is um, not taking a pause to celebrate that achievement, not allowing sort of that respite from the pet pedal to the metal and sort of go, 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 go mindset. It's okay to pause, reflect and celebrate in all the efforts that you've done to achieve that. Okay, so how about balancing ambition and well-being? Because this really matters. You know, there's often that mantra in hospitals that the patient comes first. And look, I can get that, that it's very important that our patients are well looked after and we provide them with the best care possible. And in order to that, for that to happen, the clinicians, the staff need to be really well as well. So staff well-being is really important. And how are you managing your own well-being 
with the ambition and the drive that you have to achieve the goals that you want to achieve, the goals that are important to you. So how do you set meaningful goals while also prioritizing self-care and well-being? And I think that's um, a really important part to reflect on so that the arrival fallacy, so I'll be happy when, so as in my mood will feel different when I achieve X, Y, Z. How can you uh, support yourself in on the daily feeling well, nurturing yourself, attending to your self-care, meanwhile you are steadily pacing yourself towards achieving uh, maybe a career goal that you've got as well. Let's think about long-term versus short-term fulfillment. So, what's the difference that you might have between long-term fulfillment, that slow and steady and uh, I'm going well more consistently over a longer time rather than short-term happiness? I would say the arrival fallacy also encourages people to prioritize short-term happiness at the expense of their long-term well-being. Okay, so then the last part I want to talk about is to provide you with some practical strategies for avoiding the arrival fallacy. Well, the great place to start is growing your awareness of it, that um, maybe it was not something you've heard of before, but it now seems so relatable. It's got a name that uh, you can identify it with, and maybe it's something you'd like to talk about with colleagues or family or friends. Here are some strategies that clinicians and other high achievers can implement to prevent falling into the arrival fallacy. Well, I would love to share with you around um, strategies around thought work and feelings because I've talked about I've talked about this before in the uh, podcast. If you go back, I did a series of three episodes around thought work. And when we realize that this future circumstance is what we are uh, putting the feeling in connection with. So when I get that email that says I've passed that exam, then I will be feeling happy. You know, you're you're putting something inanimate, you're putting something in the future as the contributor towards your feelings. You're in charge of your feelings. You have choice over your thoughts and your feelings. And so if you want to feel happy today, what would be a thought that you might have that would support you in feeling happy? It might be about meaningful work that you're doing, or it might be a colleague that you're looking forward to seeing at the workplace, or it might be the half day that you've got and I, I'm here this morning and I'm doing my work and it's it's great to be here for the half day and then you also have got the half day off in the afternoon. That might be what's happening for you. So remember that we are we have control over our thoughts and our feelings as well. And rather than letting an inanimate object or achieving a goal as being responsible for our thoughts, we have a lot more uh, choice there and agency that we than we might have realized before. Other strategies can include mindfulness. So what is that for you? So what could that look like for you? Could be breath work, it could be mindfully sipping on a cup of coffee, getting out for some morning sunlight, going for a walk, catching up with somebody else. How about your goals? Are you setting realistic goals for yourself? Is it really likely that you're gonna manage that and achieve that in the time that you set out for yourself? 
I love this next one. This is celebrating small wins. And I've done a podcast on this before and I stand by it still. And I actually start my um, coaching sessions with my clients in celebrating what's gone well from that resourcefulness over the last week since we've previously caught up. So what are the small wins that you want to celebrate? And finally, how is that work environment that you go into every day? Is there is there a way that you can uh, foster a more supportive work environment so that it's not a sense of quitting is the answer or escaping from work is what I need to do to feel happy? So I hope this has been a helpful podcast for you to describe what the arrival fallacy is, the perils of perpetual goal setting, being able to balance your ambition and well-being, considering long-term versus short-term fulfillment and some practical strategies at the end. As ever, if you enjoyed this, please rate and review on whatever listening platform you use. Don't forget to get into the giveaway. I would love you to be one of the winners of the three prizes that we've got for Australian residents who are listening to this podcast. Please share away. It's been great to have you listening today. Take care and I'll see you next week for the one year celebrating uh, podcast that I've got for you. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Burnout Recovery Podcast. If there's someone in your world who would also benefit from this, please share it with them. Remember, you are not alone and there is hope for a brighter, more fulfilling future. Let's continue this journey together one episode at a time. For more resources, including how to move from dread to delight, head to drjoebraid.com.